Hey, uh, question, why are we weaponizing women? Oh, we've seen all the trends, right? Believe all women, the pink hats, the hashtag me too, the street marches, the shout your abortion, the Brett Kavanaugh hearing. See where I'm going with this? All of these different things. I just came across a book called Credible Threat, Attacks Against Women Online and the Future of Democracy. Yeah, the future of democracy. Basically states that women avoid activism, politics, and speaking out because of online epithets, threats, and insults online. Not the women I know. I mean, maybe the shout at the sky screaming memes that don't have thick enough skin to ignore dumb garbage from their inbox. The women I know actually have a secure sense of identity and they're empowered by God, tradition, conviction, faith, intelligence, you know, those kind of things. Instead of finding their sense of self from TikTok clicks or a Kardashian or current trends, they haven't kowtowed to the prevailing winds of progressive cultural patterns. Consequently, because women under are, are actually under a real attack these days from radicalized ideas, everything from Supreme Court justices that can't define what a woman is to some long-haired, limp-wristed guy swinging his joke of a Johnson around in their locker rooms and lavatories. The third-wave radical feminist movement has failed half of our species by perverting good causes, yeah, good causes, noble pursuits with a narrative-pushing agenda. See, that's the nature of Woke Incorporated. You take a real issue, you elevate it to the point of activism without any real solutions other than who can screech the loudest into the existential void. That's annoying. You have to agree. So instead of elevating all women, they isolate certain women that fit their narrative and weaponize them, and in so doing, set them up and their cause. They set it up for failure. So it's literally ruined lives, but beyond that, it's it's a vain DEI attempt that makes women even weaker. Hey, women feel weaker than men, so here's what we're going to do. Let's take traditionally masculine movie roles and give them to women because, of course, the world is ready to believe that a 110-pound Scarlett Johansson, Jolie, Brie Larson, whatever, can beat up an entire mob of mafia goons when in real life most of them can barely even manage a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, movie roles, that's the solution. So from the boardroom ideas to bankruptcy seems to be the way of the day. Ask Marvel, ask Disney, blah, 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 fill in whatever. I mean, how are you enjoying the second season of She-Hulk? That's right, they couldn't make another one. You want a real hero? You want a real hero? Watch Little House on the Prairie where Ma Ingalls could give birth on a hay-stuffed mattress in an uninsulated cabin at 10 below zero in Minnesota and then change the wheel on a prairie schooner and wash up in a freezing river using soap she made from a cow's milk, still have the Dutch oven biscuits on the table by sunset, and if somebody smarted off to her in town, Pa broke their jaw. Now, that's a strong woman. Oh. I mean, I, look, I could go on and on, but suffice it to say that, that women are strong as women without the efforts of weaponizing them or changing their roles in society with a fantasy agenda. Respect and honor, folks. Respect and honor. God forbid, here in the third decade of the 21st century, anybody embrace the idea of traditional gender roles for men and women. I mean, anyway, we'll talk about it. Welcome to the Chad Prather Show. Let's have a little chat between a man and a woman. Love y'all. God bless. Here we go. Yeah. And you sometimes call that burying my problems, which I just left them in the dust. I didn't bury them. Oh. <laughs> I, I saw dudes in vagina outfits. But, listen, this group of people have not been known for, like, their intelligence. So. <laughs> I mean, like, for instance, the fact that when men get sexually aroused, it's proven that their IQ drops by 37%. That explains why there's so many, like, ugly women with good-looking men. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, if we can come back to something that is neither stupid nor crazy and find your center in that. And for us, that's our foundation of faith. I think that you you got a foundation on which to build. Yeah.
Hey guys, welcome to the cave. Um, I have no idea when this episode's going to air. We're just taping stuff. We're just talking. This is like a therapy session. You guys know that's what I like to do. I like to run my mouth. This is my therapy. I get to get it off of my chest. Now we're trying something new today. We're going to actually try to have a guest in here. We'll see how this works out. So there, we're always working through a few technical glitches, Lou, you know, stuff without difficulties, we hope. But anyway, you guys are a gracious audience and you bear with us. Uh, a couple of things before we get into the content today. I want to remind you guys that I am out on the road. I am not doing that for my health. I do it to make money. I'm a free market capitalist. I like to go out and I like to be in front of a live audience that bought tickets to the show. So buy tickets and come to a show. Watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. I want you to find me. I will be, actually, I'm not supposed to talk about this. I'm not supposed to promote this at all, but I'm going to tell you guys that on, um, on the 21st of January, and who knows, by the time this thing airs, maybe, I don't even know. I don't even know where we, I don't know what day it is. It's too close after the holidays. I can't figure out the calendar. 21st of January, we're going to be at Two Tones in the Woodlands, all right? I'm, I'm going to just come in, do a couple of, a little guest spot with Jesse Payton. It's his show. So I'm promoting his show. And then on the 16th of February, I will still be in the spring slash woodlands area at Dosi Do. That's our Valentine's show. I'm going to bring some special guests in for that. So get your tickets and the information at watchchad.com. Bunch of places I'm headed to. Uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, Wesley Chapel, Florida, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, Fredericksburg, Texas. Gosh, uh, Van Buren, Arkansas. You'll figure it out. Uh, you know, for 10 years, Patriot Mobile's been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say the only one, trust me, they are the only one. Um, you, I don't know if you know this or not, but your major cell phone carriers out there, they provide, whenever you pay the bill, they actually contribute a portion of your bill to some very leftist causes. Patriot Mobile doesn't do that. They give you dependable nationwide coverage, and you can now choose between the three major carriers as far as where their towers are, so that you're not going to lose any coverage uh, but you don't have to worry about funding these leftist causes that you don't agree with. So when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a very clear message with your dollars that you believe in companies that support free speech, the Second Amendment, uh, support the military and first responder heroes, uh, believe in the Constitution, and believe in the sanctity of life. They're 100% U.S.-based uh, customer service team is is right here. You can call them on the phone at 972-PATRIOT. Talk to an actual American that will help you switch, and switching is easy. You can keep your number. You can keep your cell phone. They will actually help you upgrade to another phone, and uh, you will get free activation when you use promo code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. So call them up. Tell them CHAD sent you. They'll help you out. You can visit them online, patriotmobile.com slash CHAD. Or again, if you just want to talk to somebody, call them 972-PATRIOT, but it's patriotmobile.com slash Chad. Call them up. Gosh, there's a lot of things I want to talk about today with my guest. Um, she's no stranger to you guys. Um, if she is, uh, then you haven't been paying attention for the last couple of years. Uh, I consider her my significant other. You're, you're a significant other. Don't worry about it. She's sitting over with her face in shock. Uh, most of you know her as the person that I introduce as someone who makes coffee nervous because she's a bundle of energy. Let's see if we can get some of that energy out of her. CJ. Well, hello. Hi. Am I your therapist for this session? No, God, no. <laughs> no, I don't want, I do not want that counsel. Um, I kid, you are a good counselor. I don't always, you know, it's like anybody you're in a relationship with. You don't always like to take that counsel. Sometimes, oh. sometimes you don't want to listen to the person that you're with because 
I think familiarity breeds contempt is the phrase. And I was like, I don't feel contemptuous towards you. But sometimes you just like you take for granted the person who's closest to you that's in your ear. Well, I always heard that if you want to stay in a long relationship, don't have your significant other be your therapist, <laughs> your cleaner. And there was one other thing I can't remember, but it won't work. Well, that's that's good. I got two thirds of the council <laughs> there. Don't be don't be don't be the cleaner. <laughs> so like don't pick up their underwear kind of thing or D- don't expect them to be your maid. Don't expect them to be your therapist and don't expect them. I can't. Gosh, well, I should have looked it yeah, up. Well, you know, what? I didn't know probably, this was going to be a therapy session. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Don't get too close to that microphone, okay. especially when you laugh, because you've got a loud laugh. So I'm going to be I'm going to nitpick you. OK, I can do, do that. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> here's the thing. There was somebody out there that was really needing relationship counseling from you in that moment. And you missed the third point. I don't know if I agree, though. I don't know if I agree with the like, like, I don't think that any of that's true. You don't think that's any of it's true? No, I don't agree with you any think of that. that. Well, you can share your problems, but you probably shouldn't just like lay all your burden stick on somebody because it could become heavy. Well, it depends. I think it depends on the relationship. I think it depends on the nature of the relationship. Like I believe if it's a husband and a wife, I think you should be one another's chief counselors. Yes. But you should be, you know, guided by God. And, and again, the, the that person's ear should be your most confident place to lay the precious cargo that's on your mind and on your heart. I think you should be able to do that. I, I'll say this. Here's what I would qualify. I don't think that in a relationship you should try to fix each other. Right. See, individuality is a good thing. And being a couple is a good thing. But if you try to smother the other person by, by making them conform to a pattern that you have preconceived in your mind, that's a recipe for disaster. What do you think? So you don't you you don't think you you late you don't want any pushback. You want constant support. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying uh, I think we should encourage one another in certain ways. Uh, obviously, the person that you spend the most time with is going to be the person that is going to see your flaws more readily. Yes. Right. And then you can encourage them along the way and say, hey, let's, you know, maybe let's try this or go a different direction. That, For instance, you do a good job with me in saying, well, you find a silver lining. You're, you're a positive person. Yes. Right. You're a positive person. I, yeah. I feel like that's the only way to go through life. If you just sit there and hone in on the negative things around you, you're going to succumb to that. So I just, you know, choose to push through. Yeah. And you sometimes call that burying my problems, which I just left them in the dust. I didn't bury shit. Oh, <laughs> do they beep things out? No, they don't. But now everybody knows that you got a dirty mouth. My mother just found out that you have a dirty mouth. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Gloria. <laughs> it's okay. And now they just found out my mother's name. Do you want to give them their address too? So maybe they can go stalk her? Uh, you're not good at this, I tell you. I told I, no, you I wasn't good at this. You've done this many, many times. No, seriously. I think, uh, and by the way, for the record, a lot of people think that when you and I needle one another, they think we're being serious. When we what? We needle each other. Oh, Like when we go other. at each other, like on social media videos, when we give each other a hard time. Like, for instance, you did a video the other day uh, on New Year's something. Mm-hmm. Talk, it was New Year's Eve, I guess it was, where you did a video. We were sitting in the restaurant and you said, this is Chad's last day of booze oh. and boobs and saying bad words and all these other things you listed off. People are like, oh, my God, she's controlling his life. They were like, get rid of her now, Chad. 
get rid of her. And I was like, can you take a joke? Yeah. I'd never. And then I said, I'd never take your boobs away. And I meant your <laughs> boobs. <laughs> I will never, that should be a T-shirt. I will never take boobs away. A man without boobs is a man without purpose, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. God bless your surgeon. The um, God knew what he was doing when he put a woman together. I'm convinced of that. But but again, I mean, before let's get back into that topic. But now I've always said that that women are crazy, yes, and men are stupid, yes. All right. So I, I think that's a solid premise. I can defend it. I mean, like for instance, the fact that when men get sexually aroused, it's proven that their IQ drops by thirty seven percent. That explains why there's so many like ugly women with good looking men. <laughs> <laughs> That could be an excuse. That, that could mean? be a reason. <laughs> I know I'm not reason. supposed to go around and judge how couples I feel look, judged. But I, go, I feel judged right now. I think she just called me ugly. <laughs> like, because people say, always say, people always say, they. I, I make the joke. I said, people ask me how about our relationship, and they ask you why. Like, why are you with me, and how am I with you? Because you're a beautiful woman, and I'm just an old curmudgeon. At this point. Yeah, but that's still not the same thing as like your IQ going down when you get sexually aroused because y'all get sexually aroused by anything and then you well, end up, but it's like the same concept of beer goggles. I guess I like I look at all of this and we will get back to the original topic. I know people are like, what are y'all talking about? We're no, not. we will get back to the original topic of because of, the topic was being able to kind of mold and shape each other in a relationship and, and being each other's therapist and kind of that deal. But we're going to come back to that. Um, again, I'm, I'm 51 years old, so I'm not beer goggling. I'm not controlled by, um, testosterone at this point. In fact, I have to supplement that at this stage in my life. Uh, anybody is 51 years old. I mean, you, you, you deal with, you then just what? change. You're not 21. Yes. When you're 51, you're not 21 you're is not my point. You're not thinking with your... Yes. And so you don't walk around with being controlled in that way. But it's true. Men, regardless, they're still stupid. We just exchange. We just exchange the stupidity. Men exchange the stupidity. Like now, um, we start to get a little lazy. I call it the "bring me something" phase of life. So I just want to sit around and have people just bring me something. Were like you DoorDash. attracted to me because I brought you something? No, that wasn't why. But but again, and, and trust me, if I was waiting on you to bring me something. It would never No, happen. I would be sitting there. I'd be a skeleton just crumbling up and crusty and, down there sitting on the couch waiting. And they would find my dead body in a couple of weeks. And and bringing it back to the actual original point, if you ever expected me to be your maid, you'd know that this relationship no, would no, no, be no. doomed. No, no, no. It would never work out. It would never work out. Uh, it, 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 but here's the thing. I, 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 think that, I think that it is good if you're in a relationship to be able to have open lines of communication, to laugh together, to uh, fight together. To argue in a healthy way. Like I have people, I see people all the time who will send me a message and they'll say, I've, I've been married for 30 years and I've never had a fight with my spouse. I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think that's a good thing either. I don't think you could be like so anti-conflict that you don't communicate because then, I mean, then you, I think you start probably just living like complacently. Like you're, you're just going with the motions. You're suppressing your feelings. You, yeah. And if you don't have any negative feelings toward your spouse, 
I mean, we get we have people that when we were talking about just like arguing over where to get a salad, people were like, I can't believe you'd fight over a salad. We're, we're kidding. But uh, I think some people just coast through life either being completely agreeable. Yeah. Well, I would say, and, and I want to talk about that because you made a video. We made a video that day. I made the video about how you wanted to go to lunch. We were trying to figure out a place to go to lunch. And you, all of these places I was listing off and you're like, well, I just want a salad. Oh, we could have gone anywhere to get a salad. I, I, I <laughs> shake no, your you head can't. because for a woman, that's a passionate topic. These salads matter. I I don't know why you think you could take me into a Chili's and it, with their thick ranch dressing and put it on some moldy iceberg uh-uh. lettuce don't and tell you me that's dare. the same salad. <laughs> don't you dare take Chili's name in vain. It's not the same it's salad. The same. <laughs> no, it's and it's not. better than most places. Chili's, I got your back right now, okay? This is also how you feel about Denny's. Look, we I just love have Denny's. different standards in life, that's all. <laughs> I love Denny's. A couple of mornings ago, I was like, let's go to Denny's. And you were like, I will never. You've went to Den- you've gone to a Denny's one time in your entire life, 38 years. One time I took you to the Denny's. And you loved it. No. Where did you take me? All right. Enough about that topic. I believe in I believe in the diners of America. Okay. Let's just leave it at that because I'm patriotic. Because I'm patriotic. Now, um, I'll support Waffle House. We made that video about the salad thing and people were like, oh, my!" you know, again, we're joking. But we actually kind of had an argument that day, sort of like we're doing right now, over that salad. Over that salad, because I was like, hey, we went through all this stuff for a salad. Now, I will say this, and this is the point that I was trying to make about people who fight or just go at each other or whatever. You're an outspoken person. I'm an outspoken person. We're both very passionate individuals, right? Yes. I think the people who say they just never fight about anything, I think maybe they might be lacking in some passion. Like, you got to have some conviction that you believe in something. I mean, there are things, there are hills worth dying on, like the ranch dressing at Chili's. That matters. No, I truly think there are some people who think they're 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 agreeable. They want to please people, and they're not going to ever maybe question say anything. Maybe, and I don't know how healthy that is. But I mean, if it works for you and you have, a, you know, a long, happy, easygoing, peaceful wait, that sounds nice. Maybe me and you are the ones that don't know. How yeah, that. I think we're probably you setting have a, a nice, trap. Easygoing, you get along. Wow, you go for you. Yeah, <laughs> actually, to, y'all all, should all write the book. We'll you. shut up. We've never written a book. No, we're just discussing it. We're trying to figure it out. And and, and let me go on record as saying <laughs> I'm not criticizing the people who have that relationship, and, and they like to say that it's very, very good. We're not honestly. We say I don't know if it's healthy. I would say this. It's not healthy for me. I like to get my opinions out there. I like to express myself, and sometimes it gets a little heated, maybe. You're the same way. I'm not speaking for well, you, but like you're very we, passionate about what you think. We definitely don't have all the answers, so we do get passionate, and we don't have all the answers on relationship advice because um, obviously we're not like the— We're not good know, at it. No, but what do you think— <laughs> <laughs> we're not the best. We're not great at but it. But what do you think, though, is like the hallmark, like the uh, w- what are the most important things that in communication? What makes. Well, I, you know, say it you sounds... are fighting. Say you are fighting. What are the things you think? What are the hallmarks, signs of good, healthy 
Well, I think that a lot of it starts to sound cliche, but I think with any any stressor, any stressor or um, altercation or just a disagreement that happens, the biggest thing and the hardest thing is is how you listen, how you listen, because that's hard to do. Because a lot of times you, we all, when I say you, I'm talking about all of us, a person will, uh, they, they're, instead of focusing on what the other person is saying, you're thinking about what you're going to say next. And so you're not really listening. And I think that's true of a lot of people in whether, I don't care if it's a business situation or a negotiation or sales or relationship or parenting like how many times is your kid trying to convey something to you and it's just not being, you know, you're, you're like, you're so focused on what you're going to, where you're trying to get that kid to do behaviorally. Well, everybody in, you're every, not listening to them. Most people in their conversations, regardless if it's like a spouse or a kid, you want to be right. You want to be the one leading it. And so no matter what they're saying, you've already predetermined in your head right, right. the answer. That's exactly right. So while I've got everybody listening, let's take a quick little break here and, uh, Head over to this. I want to tell you, though, about our uh, our sponsor, United Patriot Coin. You know, if you follow me on social media at all, United Patriot Coin's been a good friend of mine for a long, long time. Uh, they are who I trust for gold and silver. A lot of a lot of times, people in their hard economic times are trying to figure out, you know, this you know economic uncertainty that we're living in with all these weird things that are going on in our world. What do you do? Well, I always advise people: you need to have some gold and silver. And I know there are people out there who say we well, can't eat gold and silver. Trust me, you need some gold and silver on hand. You need some bullion. You need some coins. You need some stuff you can barter with. There's various things you can use to do that with, but some gold and silver would be a good thing to have on hand. So the folks that I trust, UnitedPatriotCoin.com. Head over there. You can call them on the phone as well. Talk to Trey on the phone. Tell them Chad sent you. And uh, he'll walk you through all kind of investment opportunities that are out there. So check them out. Uh, let me read this to you, CJ. And uh, you look lovely today. Wow, thank you. You are the most beautiful woman. Oh, you're so sweet. You hear me say that how often? Every day. Every day. You tell me that. Every day. I'm enamored with you. You are very, you're very complimentary of me. You annoy me, though. <laughs> you annoy in me. In so many ways. <laughs> I went to dinner last night. I, now, I, I, we don't live together. Nope. You have a home. I have a home. We live close. We live close. Together. We can walk. I walked from your house to my house on Sunday. That's right. After church. Yeah. And uh, we rode together to church. We came and picked you up. Came and picked me up. We went to church. I enjoyed church on I Sunday. I think I'm going to give that church some more chances. I have a church that I go to. I like it. We've been shopping churches here. I like that church. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I've been shopping, but I, I like my church where I go. I wouldn't call it my church, but I, I go up in the balcony and I sit. I listen. I feel God there. I, be, I believe God's moving in that place, right? Yes. Oh, it's a spirit-filled church. It truly is. Um, we went to another church. It was a denominational church, but that's okay. It is what it is. But I liked it. I, we'd gone to that church before, and I didn't realize that on one part of their campus, they have what I consider a seeker service. Yes. Just kind of watered down a lot. It, they will talk about, um, the preaching will be about your which movies you choose for your children and um, whether you should allow your kids on social media. Yeah. And be I, filled with the Spirit. And I, I was not impressed by that. <laughs> but I get now what they're doing. Yeah. So I went to the main service, which was... Um, you know, it was good. Yes. I enjoyed it. I'm willing to go visit again. I, I like it. Um, and 
either way, we, we went to church and uh, came back, and I, I walked home. I, we don't live together. Mm-hmm. We, we live close. And um, I made you exercise. Yeah, well, you didn't. I was just mad and wanted to walk. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I wasn't mad. People are going to think we were ready to kill each other. Uh, this is our therapy session, right? <laughs> no, it's not. Dear God, it's not. I, uh, but, uh, you know, we, I, I, I try to compliment you and be positive with you. I try, try to do all these things. And, and we spend a lot of time, because I travel so much, mm-hmm. either on the phone or texting or whatever. And her family, who I love dearly, very big family, uh, a very enmeshed family. Y'all are always doing things together. We're inseparable. Which is weird in a lot of ways, but I like it, okay? Because I don't, I don't come from that. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I've gone from being extremely extroverted over the last few years to being admittedly introverted in some ways because I like to draw away and just kind of be by myself. So last night I went to, I went to dinner by myself, mm-hmm. took myself to dinner. I do that a lot. You were busy with some things going on in, in life with the kids and whatever. And uh, your family, they like to take a summer vacation. Yes. And they all go together. And this it's pretty elaborate deal. It's a lot of people going. I mean, I think 21 people went to Cabo yeah. last, last year. It's a lot. We all go everywhere. It's a blessing. You're blessed. You're very privileged. You're very first world white privilege, okay? And uh, spoiled rotten is another term for that. But uh, either way, hey, no, no, just to go with it. Okay. Just go with it. (laughs) And so anyway, they were trying to, they were trying to figure out where they wanted to go this summer. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to nail down some plans. And in the middle of it, um, I texted you independently from the group, the family group text. And I said, hey, you know, they're going on vacation on XYZ date. That next night, I'm actually in a certain city, which is like an hour from one of these options. Like, would be cool if I could just, I was like, I'm going to be just an hour away from this one vacation option, and I can just pop right down there. (laughs) And you immediately took the other option that's literally 12 hours across the country. Listen, they didn't tell me to take anyone into consideration. They said, (laughs) would you rather? So I'm like, okay, I see where I fall on the level of priorities here. It's like, no. So, so again, here's the thing. But we were joking about it because I sent you a deal. And then I sent your family the deal with the circle of what you said. Yes. Um, And we had fun with it. I, I think that, I think that the key to a lot of relationships, a lot of stuff. And again, you and I, historically speaking, we haven't been great at relationships. I have an answer, but keep talking. I, I think that one of the things is being able to laugh some stuff off. That's what I was going to say is having a sense of humor. But the but what you said earlier, you alluded to it, and this is what brought me to this point, is I think the world doesn't have a sense of humor. No. People are way too damn serious now. Yes. I don't know if it, you think it's social media. Is it just the fact that they only see the crazy stuff in the world? Uh, I, sometimes I think that people get really spiritual or religious in certain ways, and they think that laughing is is evil or something. I don't know, man. It's a weird, it's a I weird just, deal because I, I see everything with humor. I think a lot of people just have their own set of, well, I mean, everybody comes from different experiences. So say a woman who had an abusive father or something, you know, she doesn't, she might be a lot less comfortable with jokes about like how, you know, we'll call each other stupid. 
Like, so, like other people might, like, depending upon their life experiences, might not be able to joke around about certain things because they truly don't find it funny. That's true. Like, like we, I, I, you'll call me stupid. I'll call you stupid. Well, qualify how we say we're stupid. Well, like, but we, we're being Because you're saying, you're saying it like people are going, oh, he calls her stupid? You got to be careful when you say well, stuff like that. Reason, I, I don't call you stupid. The reason that I actually picked that specific... Um, example is because it was I was thinking about my parents they like it's a term of endearment they go oh you stupid stupid you stupid and um somebody literally one time grabbed my mom's arm and goes oh honey you don't have to be treated like that and my mom yeah. was like we're you know we're kidding but we do the yeah. same thing with each other and we're kidding um, but you know, I think it just depends on where you came from in life and yeah. what you find funny and I don't know why everybody has gotten so serious nowadays I think a lot of people have held on to their sense of humor, but what percentage of the world is on Twitter? Because that's where we hang out. Like if we're online and we're, we're I don't know. I, like I don't. I've it's sometimes gotta be wonder. A small percentage. A smaller and, percentage. And we're looking at um, we're looking at like the complete extremes on there. You don't find yeah. people with just like middle of the road personalities on Twitter. So. Um, I feel like sometimes we feel like we're dealing with people that don't have sense of humor, but it's because we get on there and we deal with trolls. Well, when I go to Twitter or X, I, uh, I fully expect there just to be a fight but, because the most negative of negative is going to come my way. So I don't even read the comments. Right. So, but I think if you go out into the real world, most people yeah. are still having fun. Yeah, that's not how people really treat each other. No. But when it comes to relationships or like, like that, the fact that you said, oh, he calls me, when he calls me stupid... <laughs> There are going to be people who comment on this thing. And if you're going to do it, go leave a rating and a review. Okay, where podcasts are offered so it helps the rankings. People are saying, oh, my God, he calls her stupid. No, 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 no. It's it's we joke about, you know, you are so dumb. Listen, like if that you haven't tried calling your significant other stupid, yeah. <laughs> this is my advice. Yeah. No. Quit interrupting my correction before I go to jail for, or somebody comes and stalks me and beats me. No, it's when we're joking about stuff like that. Yeah. There's terms of endearment. Everybody has those inside jokes that they do. Um, and it's, it's not, and I've already said men are stupid. Women are crazy. Now, if I'm being serious, I would just call you crazy. But anyway, that's another. Did joke. you see me giving you crazy eyes right uh, there? I'm not even going to look into those <laughs> eyes. They're mesmerizing. Uh, you're so stupid. All right. Here, I want to read, <laughs> I want to read, see how that's, that's, I brought it all the way back around. I want to read this to you. My friend, Jennifer Styers, she's got a, she's got a podcast, a relationship podcast. And, uh, she posts some pretty interesting quotes on social media. And um, here's one. I want to get your take on it. She says, wait for the one that makes your heart calm, not race. The one that makes you feel at peace with yourself and at peace with your life. The one that makes your soul content. The one that makes sure each day has a purpose and works alongside you to achieve your dreams. Well, the first thing I thought of is God's not the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. So you would have peace. You would not have heart racing. Uh, what, what else did it say? Uh, at peace, makes your soul content, um, which, uh, you know, just kind of makes you chill on the inside. Uh, make sure each day has a purpose and works alongside you to achieve your dreams. See, I will say this. You are Sounds good. Sounds like a partner. Well, this goes all the way back to the original part of the conversation. You're really good at saying, okay, Chad, a lot of negative things coming your way right now. <laughs> But you have a lot of good stuff that goes on in your life. You need to look at that. You need to focus on that because this stuff is going to I'm putting words in your mouth here. Mm -hmm. You don't say it this way, but that stuff's going to blow away yeah. and you're going to be left with the good stuff. 
Well, and I also think it like in traditional roles in a relationship, like a woman, like a man probably feels a lot of pressure for their work to provide to, you know, I mean, I would think it's natural for like the stress and the weight of the world to come down on a man's shoulders. So as a woman supporting your man, you should bring that calmness yeah. and you should bring perspective back to remind like you, like, you know, things are good. You're surrounded by good things that you might be looking at that look negative are actually like a blessing. Yeah. I think, I mean, I would think that that is when you come back, when you talk about like therapy or coming with your problems to your partner, I mean, I would think like a traditional role of a woman would be to support their man. Ooh, that's a dangerous topic right there. What? Traditional role of a woman. Well, I mean, you oh, can't no, help no, no, it. no, no, just hang on. I want to get into that because I'm I'm borderline offended that you use the phrase traditional role of a woman. How is that offensive? <gasps> Oh, oh, you're being sarcastic. Clutching pearls here. Can you believe it? Well, speaking of traditional, folks, traditional media is crumbling. And I'll tell you why, because they're hiding something and they're hiding something big. What are they hiding? People are realizing that they're being lied to left and right, even by the institutions that they thought that they could trust and would number, never crumble. But you've known the truth all along, folks. You, you Listen, especially if you've been a follower of this show, we've talked about it so many different times. You know that the time is rough right now. You're being lied to. But another thing you know is it's the time to be prepared for when things get rougher. So I want to encourage you, head over to my special website, preparewithchad.com. I'll save you $200 on their essential three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. It's the biggest savings they offer every year. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of Americans uh, prepare for emergencies, and your family should be prepared as well. You need to make sure that you've got at least... Uh, every family member covered with at least one of their three-month emergency food uh, food kits from My Patriot Supply. Uh, that stuff will store for 25 years if you store it properly. Uh, 2,000 calories a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and trust me when I tell you, it is delicious. So when things go wrong, make sure that every member of your family has a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Get the $200 savings right now at my special website, preparewithchad.com. If you order by 3 o'clock any given day, it will be free shipping that same day. All right? My, uh, preparewithchad.com. Check them out. All right. Traditional. And we got to move quick here because I got we got we got to wind this thing up. We'll do a part two. How about that? Okay, part we'll two. We'll do a part two because I want to get into some other things like parenting. Yes. I want to get into some more of the what you call the but just traditional role of a woman or traditional role of a man. What what do you think the traditional role of a woman? Just off the top of your head, what do you think? Well, what does I mean, that mean I would to you? think like in a in a relationship, if you're looking purely just like at the relationship, not like all the providing and stuff, but I would think like loving, supporting, um, you know, not cleaning up after. We already established well, that early in the show. No, I mean, if you want to get into household chores and all that, <laughs> I say chores because they don't feel, I don't feel like alive keeping a house. But um, yeah, I, I would think in, in a relationship, though, it's like support, love, encouragement, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you came to me with your burdens, my life sucks right now. I'm like, well, Pam, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You know what? Time to close up shop. Eat a bullet, pal. <laughs> Time to lock it up. Roll it out. Going out of business, kid. I don't know how well, well I mean, that you know, would listen, work. <laughs> when, the, when the Me Too movement came along, 
And all these women were wearing their vagina hats and they were walking down the street in their marches and they had their husbands walking behind them or their significant male other, which was the epitome of soy betaness. And they were just walking kind of like a, I saw these things. I went to the parades. I went to the rallies. I didn't want to go, but I was there. I was in cities where they were doing these things because I was doing shows and I'd be, you know, I'd come out of the hotel the next morning and there was a rally out there. So, and I would see, wait a minute, I would see these men and they were always like walking a step behind, like they were supposed to be ashamed. And they were letting the woman walk in front. And I understand it was a women's rally and they were there in a show of solidarity, but they were showing solidarity by by really exemplifying this real sign of both guilt and weakness. Yeah. And that bothered me. Well, yeah. And I think it's because those women, I don't know how this happened, but they they want to demand affection. They want to demand, like they want these people to worship them, think they're, you know, queen, everything. They're, but the problem is they're demanding it. They're not earning it. And I feel like if you want to talk about a traditional role of a man, you do. Like you do make me feel beautiful, and, yeah. but I'm not demanding that from you, mm-hmm. which is what the feminine, they, they're demanding yeah. that. And then they're telling you to get behind where. That's a great in, point. That's a great point because, you know, first of all, I will say this. You're a confident woman. You know, yes. you're beautiful. You know, you're a beautiful yes. woman. You know, you're. I mean, I, I, you make me feel beautiful. You, you, but you know, you are a beautiful woman. You know, you're a good looking woman. You've gotten attention your entire life. I mean, come on. You know, you're a beautiful. Woman. I'm not telling you to be some arrogant or vain person. I, I'm not. I'm not putting you on the spot like that. But I you're try, confident. I try to be. I you're try confident. to take care of myself. And, 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 look and here's how I know you know it. Here's how I know you know it. So, you had this morning, as as you do, the the boys. Your oldest son, I'm not going to get into personal details, but your mm-hmm. oldest son, yeah. his friends, you took it upon yourself to have a boys' Bible study on a certain morning every week before they mm-hmm. go to school. Yes. And you have, like this morning, the, the children's pastor from a church came in, yeah. gave a lesson, but you have a big group of boys that show up at your house mm-hmm. at like eight o'clock in the morning yes. to do Bible study. Yeah. Uh, I drove over there this morning just to kind of peek in and see the boys and whatever. Um, and you get out, you're, you're wearing socks over the top of sweatpants. The socks <laughs> don't match. You've got on a hoodie. I've been wearing those for three days. With by a the way. <laughs> stain down the front of it and uh, a flannel over the top of that. And it was like, this girl looks like she should be on an episode of American Pickers. Like you're going junkin'. Like you're heading over to Round Top to do Antiques Week here. Like this girl just walked out of the home, man. Hair's like in three different, the ponytail, like all up here doing that thing. Like you slept on it and just woke up and the bees flew out and you just went out into the world. Yes. I looked comfy. You looked comfy. But what is the first thing that I said to you when I when I saw you from the end of the driveway when I got out of my truck? Because you were on the phone with me. I got out and I said, and I said, I don't care what you do. You are a beautiful woman. You are just a beautiful woman. And you know that. Or you wouldn't go out in public like that. Some women wouldn't, wouldn't be caught dead out there. But, but what did I do before all that? Before I put all that those clothes on that I've been wearing for three days. I showered and I curled my hair. <laughs> and then put I put the clothes little, back on. <laughs> put on a little deodorant. Well, that's, that's questionable. But, but finding yourself with, with an element of confidence and, and kind of knowing who you are doesn't require validation from an outside source. And those, those Me Too movement women, 
And I'll go on record as saying this. I don't care what kind of pushback I get. They were the epitome of weakness. And I'll yeah. tell you why. I'll tell you why they were the epitome of weakness. They were walking out there, fists in the air, vagina hats on their head, trying to demonstrate women's strength. And we're not going to be harassed and we're not going to be assaulted and we're not going to be pushed down. And, and listen, I agree with that sentiment. I'm all for women being strong women. But you know what? What happened as soon as they gave Woman of the Year to Bruce Jenner? And dudes started putting on women's swimsuits and jumping in the pool with collegiate swimmers, girls, and going into their locker rooms and demanding gender-neutral bathrooms. You know what happened? The Me Too movement, they jerked those hats off their head, threw them in the floor, and they went home. They didn't. There was nothing else to say. But because supporting women's rights, of course, includes men. So of course. On. Yeah, because, because, again, transgender. <laughs> We're being inclusive. Which we'll probably get docked for even using the word transgender, but transgender women— are women too, it's right? Like they are marching against the patriarchy and then they just like let the patriarchy creep into their 100%. movement. And, and, and subjugate them once again. So yeah, you went out in the street and you walked a step in front of your significant other who you dressed up like a vagina. I mean, you, I saw dudes in vagina outfits. So, listen, this group of people have not been known for like their intelligence. So... <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it, the whole the whole thing was just one big charade, right? It was just yes. one big charade. Because when it came time to really show your strength, women didn't do it. These women didn't do it. No. But you know who have, you know who have shown their strength, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is those who knew who they were, confident in who they were, knew that beauty emanates from the inside out, not the other way around. They maybe embraced what we would call a, quote, more traditional role, and they were confident in that place, in that role in their life. Confident as a wife, confident as a woman, confident as a mother, confident as a female, and they didn't have to go out there and have a parade in order to do it. And what's funny is that woman that you just described ends up getting the respect that these bozos over here have been demanding. Would never get. Would never get. Going to wind up with more success, wind up with more fulfillment, more just an inner glow that exists. You know what I mean? Yes. And it, it, you can get all the promotions. You can get the C-level executive corner suite office on in you know in on Park Avenue, and you'll never be as happy as that person out there who says, you know what? I know who I am. And like Jennifer's post said, the person. And you know what? If I'm fortunate enough, by God's grace, to have a significant other in my life who helps me to even em- emboldens that contentment inside of me, all the better. Which brings us to the full conclusion, and that is something that we've we've been saying without saying it, is you got to have, there may be two people in a relationship, but you better have a center Mm -hmm. that you guys can always come back to. For us, it's God. Our our conversations revolve a lot around God and faith and, and, you know, our belief system and what's foundational for us. Um, And I think that we can be, men can be stupid, women can be crazy, but at the end of the day, if we can come back to something that is neither stupid nor crazy and find your center in that, and for us, that's our foundation of faith, I think that you you got a foundation on which to build. Yeah. And uh, that makes for a good relationship. Yes. Gosh, we're all over the place. All right. Are we? All I thought you just tied that up very nicely. It's a nice little bow. <laughs> it's a nice little bow. I want to do a part two. I want to, I want to continue this conversation. Um, I want to get into some other stuff. We'll do it in another episode, but I want to, you'll hang around, right? Sure. You, I hadn't run you off yet? No. Okay, good. Good. Realwomensclub.com. That was a vision you had. Yes. Uh, Realwomensclub. 
that uh, we turn into an apparel business that uh, has a messaging regarding real women, yes, yes. folks we just talked about. Pro-femininity. Yeah. And I do want to talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. in the next episode. Okay. But um, realwomensclub.com, it's out there. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring it around and we're gonna bring it back and amp gonna, it up. And we're gonna revive it. Kick it back out into the universe. Yeah. Let it take over. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, you can go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Find me out on the road. Um, I will be in Wesley Chapel, Florida at Side Splitters on January 26th and 27th. Four shows, two nights. Jesse Payton's coming along with me. And then I'm gonna be in uh, Spring, Texas. That is North Houston, for those of you who don't know. At Dosey Doze, it's a fantastic listening room. You going to sing some songs with me? Yeah. Baby. We're going to try to get Shy, the uh, the unseen Singaporean. He's an incredible <laughs> guitar player. We're going to try to see if we can get him on stage to come out there and do it. And and I'm not even asking his permission or, or if he wants we're to do it. Do we're just saying Shy's going to do it. We'll do some love songs. We'll look at each other very sappily. Mm, I'm carrying your love. Quit singing. Me. Quit singing right now. <laughs> Save it for the ticket ticket buying public, all right? Don't give away your gift, lady. Ah. <laughs> anyway, uh, lots of places. Fredericksburg, uh, that'll be our first music show uh, of the year with the band. The Ragamuffins and I, we will be in Fredericksburg back at the Rock Box Theater. So anyway, you should come to that. Going to drink some wine. There's wineries in I'll Fredericksburg, be there. What's Texas. The Literally just said it. Literally just said it. That Go right back to that Goes whole to listening, listening thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, February 17th. Will you be my Valentine? I'll be your Valentine. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Please do me a favor. Help me grow the greatest podcast that nobody knows about. Uh, The Chad Prather Show is here for you. We're new. We're off the rails, man. We're figuring this thing out. Uh, Somebody told me a while back, they said, always bet on yourself. And that's what we did by coming out here on this independent format. I got to say thank you to the incredible production team behind the scenes, not the least of which is Shy and all the folks at Mission Studios and just too many people that um, that I just appreciate so much. But uh, God bless you. Tell your friends and family about this show. Say, hey, listen to this guy. He's a nut, but you might enjoy it. All right, CJ, thank you very much. Follow her on social media at Lone Star CJ. That's C-J-A-Y-E at Lone Star CJ on Instagram and on X. Yes. But you 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 knock it out of the park on Instagram. Yeah, so I do Twitter. I like Thanks. I like her takes. I like her takes and I like her a lot. So I like you. I like y'all as well. I love you. God bless you. We will see you next time. Bye.